And welcome to the Thanks for Waiting podcast. I'm Brandon and I'm sitting here with Joe. Hello, everybody. And I'm <laughs> sitting here with Josh. Salutations. And yo, what's up, guys? What's up? Yo. 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 This week we're coming at Boy. y'all, guys, with Color Out of Space from 2020. It's a Nicolas Cage joint. Uh, Joe, you picked this one this week. Uh, why'd you pick it? All right, so I picked this one because I read the short story like five years ago. Yeah, I fell in love with the short story. And I have a, I have a complicated history with Nick Cage where I didn't like him for a long time, <laughs> but then he started doing cool movies, so I started to like him. So I saw this one on Shudder. I was like, fuck. All right, that's the movie. Yeah, I think we can all concur with the fact that, you know, we had periods where we didn't love Nicolas Cage's choices. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but then he kind of grows on you after. I love Nicolas Cage. I think I could say that. I feel like as a teenager, my biggest problem with Nick Cage was just that he had the same haircut for so long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he plays like it's just so hard to take the Nicholas out of the cage. Yes. Oof, oh man, you know, was yeah. It's tough. You know, it's tough separating Nicolas Cage from a, a role in a movie. Because he just like looks the exact same in every movie. Right. I always liked him. Yeah. Okay. Always liked good. him. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Oh my God. City of Angels. Ooh. Okay. Pulling some Nick. Yeah. Um, we'll get to Nick. We'll get to Nick. But I mean, what do you what do you guys think? What do you guys think about this movie? I mean, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think this is a very good movie. Yeah. Holy shit. What a good movie. Yeah, like Joe, you picked a good one. Yeah. It took me by surprise. I thought it was going to be a snoozer, but yeah, yeah no, like, it was not. Wow. It's like, it's like, uh, as much as I did love it, it was like as gut wrenching kind of in a way, like maybe not gut wrenching, but as kind of disturbing as lovable for me. I don't know. Yeah. I could, I could, yeah. I could throw a disturbing in there for sure. Yeah. It, 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 it makes you, it makes you feel real weird after you're done yeah. watching it. Which is cool. Cause it's like, it, been a while since something has kind of got me like that the last Um, movie that got me like that was hereditary but but this movie follows right after that i mean from like recent memory i don't know if i was just like in the mood this time you have have nicholas cage like at the end when he's just like on that on that door like slamming on the door yeah just like in hereditary but like not as creepy because well she was like down. slamming her head on that shit i mean that yeah. was pretty crazy but just like that feeling where you walk out and you're just like damn i'm just like two points sadder than i was going into that yeah yeah so. yeah i mean there's a sense of that i'd say i mean josh i i you know i can't wait till we get further in the plot because i want to hear <laughs> what you got to say about some of this existential universal type of shit <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joe, did you have anything you want to fack us with before we get into the plot? Because I know you do. All right, yeah, I definitely got a list of things here. Let me just start by saying uh, the release date, January 24th, 2020. It premiered 93 years after the original publication of the short story, The Color of Outer Space. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Yeah. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, this movie was Full like a fucking. Points. It's such a love letter to H.P. Lovecraft. There's like 
a ton of references through the Lovecraft world in this movie. As there should be, if you're going to fucking make an adaption of a Lovecraft thing. No. People are going to be looking for that. Uh, the budget was 6 to $12 million, which I find kind of crazy. I feel like that's on point. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of effects in this movie. Closer to the $12 million for sure. And it box office $1 million, so it was a massive failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, did it also come out on streaming or like on, on like something like right. that, I, it like co- coinciding with it? It's a Shudder exclusive. Mm. So. so yeah, it, pr- it probably just had a limited run here. Right, but still, you know. I think it, it definitely has the, I think it definitely has the, uh, the gumption to have a cult following here. For oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. In the, in the future. Because it is a good movie, and it flies under the radar. Yeah. But, all right, so this was going to be a trilogy. This was going to be the first in a Lovecraft trilogy. Well, that'd be sweet, dude. We should definitely review (laughs) the other two. There's nothing that could stand in the way of that. Yeah, I said it was going to be a trilogy, (laughs) so it's not anymore. What? Uh, Yeah, it turns out the director, Richard Stanley, was... There's some domestic abuse allegations, and he was cut he had cut ties with the uh, spectrovision oh wow that's that's sad yeah For the whole situation sad yep so i mean but richard stanley he's like a he's an hp lovecraft nerd he wrote and and produced a biopic of hp lovecraft called providence yeah so there's that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what do you think about <laughs> Whoa. yeah pretty cool <laughs> All right, so, all right, the last fact I'm going to fact you with is that the director, Richard Stanley, and Swedish filmmaker, Henrik Moller, apparently, they performed a ritual to Lovecraftian god, Yog sothoth That's S-O-T-H-O-T. Sothoth. Wow, that's pretty good. Sothoth. While in the Pyrenees <laughs> to get the film made. So they did some sort of Lovecraft ritual to get this film made. Oh. I thought it was well, like a cute little fact. That's probably like <laughs> not true. Very but. cute, Joe. <laughs> yes. This, this movie was, was it filmed in Portugal or something? Yeah, sure. Was it? I don't know. You don't know that? No. Yeah, I mean, ch- I mean, double check me on that one, but I'm pretty sure that this is, it's formed, it's uh, filmed in Portugal. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't surprise me. Beautiful movie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know the finer uh, geonomics of uh, Portugal? Everybody knows Portugal. <laughs> you know, classic vacation spot. Portugal. All right. Well, while Joe gets us a confirmation on that, I guess, Josh, what do you think? We could probably get into the, the plot here. What do I think? Yeah, what do you think? About the whole thing? No, it's just about getting into the plot right oh, now. about getting into the plot. Yeah, getting into the plot. Well, I think what are you thinking? Filming took place in what? Portugal in February 20, 2019. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was right, but now it's confirmed. I am indeed right. Which is cool. Good job, man. Thanks. Good. Good, yeah. good, good, good. You know, it's good when you retain things. Yes. Uh, Josh, you ready? I think I'm ready. Joe, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, well, let's get into the plot of Color... Out of space. So as Joe was talking about, this movie is directed by Richard Stanley. Um, he does have he does have a bunch of, a bunch of movies before this, but not too big of a directing. Uh, this is like his first movie in twenty four years. 
Yeah, I mean, before that, he did some shorts and some documentaries, uh, but not a full-fledged, you know, feature film. The fledge was not full. Yeah. Or featured. Yeah, his last feature (laughs) film was Dust Devil? Yes. And, you know, as Joe was saying, this isn't a trilogy because of some allegations that, you know, we have no stance on here. Thanks for waiting. Right? (laughs) I I I saw an alligator once. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Cool. So anyway, this movie opens up with some good... All right. I think before I even go into this, I think we can all agree that the score to this movie is very, very good. Yeah. The music was awesome. The music in this movie is very tone setting. It's very... This is what makes it... Yeah, for this movie, that's so important. This is what makes it you feel how you feel after you're done watching the movie i think it's the music yeah they and, knocked they knocked the music out of the park in this one so yeah I, I looked up the composer his name is colin stetson uh he's a composer out of montreal he worked with arcade fire and bon Iver. that's pretty cool and Whoa. he also did the music to hereditary like i mentioned and he's going to do the music to texas chainsaw massacre in 2022 damn oh the netflix one that's coming yeah. out in like a month hmm. yeah you can <laughs> listen to colin stetson on that some people say Bon Iver. Bon, what did I say? Bon Iver? Yeah. Bon Iver. I think it's either or. I mean, unless he says, no, it's this, but. Tomato, tomato, mm. baby. Yeah. And either way, it tastes the same. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And Whoa. it's a fruit. <laughs> yeah. Tying ass, it's not good for your stomach. Yes. <laughs> so we open up this movie with some good, ominous, pulsing type of music. And uh, we get the title right off the bat here. And it's in black and white. You know, it's like what the the title's white with the back black with a black background. Not uh not too bad. Yeah. You know, it's it's real it's real in your face. Kind of. Nothing's nothing crazy. Just you know, it's just straight up. A little plain. Almost fortune. Ooh. Uh, we come in with a shot looking up at a forest with some narration. And Josh <clears throat> We'll go ahead and perform that for us now. Yes, I will. Thank you, Brendan. (laughs) West of the Arkham, the hills rise wild, and there are valleys with deep woods that no axe has ever cut. There are dark, narrow glens where the trees slope fantastically, where thin brooklets trickle without ever having caught the glimpse of sunlight. When I went into the hills and the vows to survey for the new reservoir, they told me the place was evil. They told me this in Arkham. And because it's, because that is a very old town full of witch legends, I thought the evil must be something which grandans had whispered to children through centuries. Then I saw the dark westward tangle of glens and slopes for myself and cease to wonder at, at anything to, besides its own elder mystery. Wow. That was beautiful. That was plucked like right out of the short story too. Yeah. I could tell. It was like, no one speaks like that anymore. Right. <laughs> like, like, this guy studies water? And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be an author. He does. And while this is all going on, we're getting these amazing landscape shots and these close-ups on trees. Yeah, it looks like a nature doc. There's like a close-up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. Some do on a spider web. 
Uh, then after that, we come to a girl that we'll come to know as Lavinia. What a, what a strange name to name your child. Lavinia. Mm. Lavinia. Lavinia. Yes. Uh, so Lavinia, who's played by uh, Madeline Arthur. Uh, Madeline Arthur, she's been in a lot of stuff, actually. Uh, she started in, Joe, I know you're going to know this one. She started out in R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour. Oh, okay. Yes. Which, uh, me, I think we can all agree we're big Goosebumps people here. We all like, we all love Goosebumps. Yeah, we love, on it. I love Goosebumps and The Haunting I'll uh, say it. I, the Haunting Hour was just kind of like how Goose, uh, Goosebumps is kind of like your 10 to 12 group. And I feel like the haunting hour was like your 14 to 15 group. Right. Yeah. It was like a teenage goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, she was also in such things. I mean, she was in Supernatural. She was in X Files, the 2018 X Files, not the old one. Oh, right, right. Uh, she was in <laughs> DC Legends of Tomorrow. So she out there working, you know? Yeah. But don't forget to all the boys I ever loved. <laughs> she, she was. She was Christine. She was. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. And, uh, no, that was good information, Josh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, but she's pretty good in this movie. I yeah. think like she plays her part well. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think she really nails it. Joe, you think she nails it? Yeah. No, I think she did a great job. And like at times I was annoyed by her, but I knew it was just because she was just acting. There's one scene where I was annoyed by her and we'll get to it, but. I think I know which scene you're talking about. I think you do. Yeah. Uh, so she's in the woods doing some sort of ritual. Looks like some Wiccan type of shit going on here. Uh, we see her holding a compass while we're doing that. I wonder if that'll ever come back. She starts to say a prayer. But, you know. Is it a prayer, really? Or is it a ritual? I don't know. Type of, is it yeah. a chanting? I wouldn't almost? think it was a prayer. Before me, Raphael. She chants out to the angels. Yeah. Was that? I don't know. Well, as she's doing that, we see... You're going to be like a Wiccan for for something. We're, or, all, we're all students of, of that, Joe. You know, we're, we're just taking our time and we're really, you know, going line by line. You know, more of that in the future. You know, we'll say more of that in the future. Okay. Um, so <laughs> as we, as we see that, we see a man and walking through the woods and uh, that is, his name is Ward and he is played by Elliot Knight. His name is Ward Phillips. Which is actually HP and stands for Howard Phillips. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I actually recognize this dude. Did uh, you? Wow. I did. He he was in he was in Titans, the show Titans okay. on HBO Max. He was uh he was Dove before I mean no you know, no spoilers. But he's yeah, he's a <laughs> <laughs> he's in DC uh Titans. Um other than that, he's just, he's basically a TV series guy. He's been in a lot of TV. I've definitely seen him before. Just can't tell you. I thought he did pretty good, too. He's an English actor. Mm -hmm. Those guys are always good. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think he definitely did a good job. Um, so he was walking up. Lavinia, she's doing some sort of ritual. 
uh, to burn out any cancer that's left in Teresa Gardner. Yeah, so, you know, who's that? Um, and then while she's doing that, she's burning, she's burning some hair. Was that, like, Teresa's hair? Yeah. Or was that her hair? No, it was Teresa's hair. So that was, like, a lock of hair. You yeah. had to get, like, a lock of hair. <laughs> okay. True, but, I mean, you know, she... She was do she was uh doing that for her mother, but she was also doing that because she wants to get the fuck out of that place, man. She doesn't want to live there. Which I was looking at this beautiful woods, and you know, it is the middle of winter right now. And honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I could go for like a nice warm walk in the woods. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're not enjoying just being surrounded by the silence of uninhabitable landscapes. Yeah. I love a winter walk, though. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah like, once in a while. I feel like they're fun in December. You know? It's funny. You gotta go in the dead cold. Like, nobody wants to go out, so you're all alone. You look like a crazy person. Don't like anybody's looking yeah, out their window. They're like, yeah. this is why we don't go out. Like, So Ward, he ends up startling her. And he says that he's just doing a survey of the valley uh, for hydrolit, and that he's a uh, he's with like an so hydrolit's a hydroelectrical electrical company. How more boring could that be? I don't know, man. It sounds pretty hydrolit to me. <laughs> uh, that's for the kids out there. Uh, <laughs> he, he asked if her ritual is Wiccan or is that Alexandrian. You know, he thinks it's Alexandrian. But that's the second mistake he's made today. Oh, baby. <laughs> the first was startling her ritual. <laughs> Damn. Uh, she rides away all cool on her horse, which, I mean, I feel like there's not a way that you can't ride away on a horse <laughs> cool. So, <laughs> even if you're it. like flopped over the yeah, flopped if, over if, the back. If you look like you're in command <laughs> of that horse in any way, you look cool. But if you're like limp and the horse is in charge, you're just hanging on by your legs. Yeah. <laughs> and we do see here uh, that Ward notices on her foot a star around a circle on her foot, which is a tattoo uh, that is a satanic symbol. It is a pentagram. Mm-hmm. You're what is it pointed up or is it pointed down? Do different I'm forms. Pretty sure it was pointed up, but that means hurts. like, <laughs> yeah, but that hurts. Uh, <laughs> she probably looks at you and she's like, "Fuck, I didn't think about that." <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have done it myself. Maybe it's the duality <laughs> yeah. of everything, you know. Well, she rides away, and Ward he says, uh, "Nice knowing you." That's a weird thing to say, right? It's a weird thing to say after talking to somebody for like two minutes. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Uh, after that, next we get some nice shots of the woods again. Some Peruvian woods. Yeah, great woods. And we see some alpacas and a cool wolf sort of dog. Josh, what kind of dog do you think this is? I honestly, first glance, I was like, oh my god, that's like a that's a wolf dog mix. Looks like fucking, <laughs> looks like goddamn Balto. Yeah, out here. that's that's like a Timberwolf mix with something that's like twenty five percent Timberwolf, right? Uh, and you know, after we see Balto there, I mean, his name's Sam, but, uh, we see a house on a, on a little hill and it's a nice ass house. I don't know what you guys are thinking, but it's a nice house. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, sitting on the porch of that house, we got ourselves Nathan Gardner, played by Nicolas Cage. Now, do you guys, when you say Nicolas Cage, do you have to say Nicolas Cage every time? Or can you say Nick Cage and you're okay with that? Like when I'm feeling casual, be like, it's Nick Cage. Like I used to not let myself say that. But now I feel a little, a little more chill. But if I was ever being formal, it's Nicolas Cage. I feel like there's a certain point in Nicolas Cage's career where it was cool to call him Nick Cage. Right. Like around National Treasure. Like, okay. Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah, hey, you Nick. know, you're right. You are gone, right. Gone in you're 60 right. seconds. Mm. I think I like Nicolas Cage. And I mean, do we even have to go over this man's right, uh, you know, what this man's done? I don't think so. He has like a rich history, and you could tell he's going to have a rich future too with all these fucking horror movies he's pumping mm-hmm. out. Yeah, he's going to play Dracula coming up, which is going to be mm-hmm. really sweet. Yeah. Um, I, he's been really good stuff. He's been in Mandy. Uh, Mandy's a really good movie. Mandy's uh, awesome. Uh, I mean, we could sit here and name Nicolas Cage movies all day. I mean, you knew he blew his fortune a while ago, right? Yeah, I mean, like he, he's he went gonna, bankrupt. Yeah, and he had yeah. to keep working on movies in order to like keep yeah. making money. Bought like a fucking dinosaur skull, and then it was uh, it worth. Taken, it. Then the museum had to take it from him. I believe that Nicolas Cage also owns multiple haunted uh, houses around the United States. I can see that. Ah, this guy getting any cooler. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah we're all Nicolas Cage the coolest fans Coolest way to go bankrupt. Um, <laughs> so he's chilling on the porch. Uh, Lavinia, she comes up on Comet the horse. The horse's name is Comet, which is you know pretty meta for this movie. It, and we're doing two movies about a meteor in a row. Yeah, the we are, I suppose so. Joe, did you plan that? No, but it was coincidental. Weird, man. That's some weird life stuff right there. Shivers. Oh, uh, we see <laughs> <laughs> we see Nathan. Uh this is kind of an instance where we see Nathan as a caring father, you know. He's like, Where have you been? You know, do hurry up before your mom finds out. We're just kind of getting some characterization yeah. out of him. Trying to give her a heart attack. Yeah. Come exactly. On. So, so we're getting some good character building here. Uh, Lavinia comes up, and uh, so Lavinia's mom is Teresa, and she's played by Jolie Richardson. Any of you guys, uh, any any familiar with her at all? <laughs> but of course, Joe. But of course, Brandon. But of course. Uh, she was. She's been in a lot of things, honestly. A lot of TV series and a couple movies. I say, I mean, not nothing. She was in. I say her most famous roles were like Nip Tuck. Um, she was in Snowden. Isn't Snowden that movie? Is Chris Evans in Snowden? Or did it's I, a Joseph did, Gordon-Levitt. Is it Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Good call on you, mm-hmm. Josh. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, I've only seen the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, she she has a lot of good stuff coming. I mean, she has like a lot of movies coming. She was in the movie. uh, She was in the TV series Blacklist, which I feel like that was a big TV series for a while. Blacklist. Yeah, you don't remember Blacklist? Like I think my every mom time you Blacklist. watch, yeah, like yeah. every time you watch a football game, it was like Blacklist, Blacklist, Blacklist. Yeah, definitely. Nah. <laughs> so yeah, so 
But yeah, so the mom, she uh, comes out and she tells her to get her Josh. I'm sorry, I, I thought that was all leading up to she was also in Event Horizon, mm-hmm. which you can catch us. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> please go back and watch our other podcast. It would be pretty sweet. Who was she in, in Event Horizon? She was the um, Captain Miller's uh, basically their right hand or left. Um, oh, she was, she was Stark. Yeah, Stark. Yes, thank you. Gotcha. Wow, so crazy, right? But yeah, uh, check out our previous. Thanks for waiting content. <laughs> we would approve of that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I I could approve of this. Joe, you approve of that? Uh of our of you listening of the listeners listening to other episodes? Yeah. Approved. Sweet. All right, so that's approved. You got an approval. Uh Teresa comes out and she tells her to get her brother. Uh they're supposed to be studying. Uh but Lavinia you know, God, you know, we're going to call her Lavinia the whole time. It's, 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 it's like a... They shorten it a couple times. The, they call her like, like Lavini or something. Lavini? Like, Start calling her Vinny. Vinny. No, I mean, you know, it just doesn't feel wholesome if I'm calling her Vinny. I didn't earn that nickname. Sure, you don't know her. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but they're supposed to be studying. But Lavinia, uh, she says that he's probably smoking some weed and listening to some NASA recordings with Ezra. Mm-hmm. Isn't that some crazy shit? She's just throwing her brother under the bus. Yeah, and Ezra. Uh, Lavinia goes, uh, she goes to the barn to find Benny, who's played by Brendan Meyer. Now, Benny is the brother of Lavinia and son to Nick Cage. And guess what, Joe? What? He was also in The Haunting Hour. Was he really? Yeah, he was. He was also in the movie Tooth Fairy with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So this guy has experience <laughs> acting scared. Yes, this boy <laughs> knows how to act scared. Yeah, and I he, thought he did good too. He does do good. He does do good. I, I think his he oh he was in Fear the Walking Dead. I know nobody else cares about that, but <laughs> I, I got to throw that in there. And I mean, we'll get to his, what happens to him in the end, but I thought it was a little weird, a little not cool on my end. Yeah, I hoped for more. But... Exactly. Uh, so Benny finds, uh, you know, Benny found some old, some stuff of old grandpa's, uh, and then he has these cool goggles that he puts on, and Lavinia kind of wants them, but she has she has her grandfather's compass. You know, so we're setting up some legacy items. Yeah. Uh, she <clears throat> she says that she doesn't do curses because her brother kind of like jokes with her, calls her a witch. And she says that she doesn't do curses because they come back on you three times. Some real shit, man. That, that you know, that's a good, she's, she's wise beyond her years here. Because, you know, sometimes you get vengeful, you just go cursing people left and right. I mean, she's like real into this shit, you know. Her hair is dyed blue. She's wearing a cape or a cloak. <laughs> yeah. No, she is committed. She is committed. Two um, top signs. <laughs> Blue streaks and a cloak. Yeah, man. Though I and wouldn't say indigo. She does note here as she's <laughs> leaving that she does note that she thinks Ward is kind of cute, which I think there's a, I think there's a decent age gap there. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah. And they never specified. I was like kind of wait for the whole time. Like, are they going to sing? Like, yeah. I mean, she seemed like she was kind of like 16, 17, and Ward was kind of like 23, 25. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, whatever. Uh, she walks out to the barn and she she lets that barn bitch, aka Benny, you know, do his duties. And then she sees her other brother, Jack, or Jack Jack. Um, he's sitting there. He looks like Josh's younger brother. He looks um, <laughs> exactly like him. I mean, he, he was young Luke in Haunting of Hill House. I don't know if you guys, uh, that's a great uh, fucking show. My oh, yeah, sister told me yeah. I still have to watch that. She, oh, she, dude, that's a really good show. It's good yeah. as hell, yeah. My sister's the one that, before I watched this, she was like, that kid in that movie you're going to watch, he is Jake's top, doppelganger. Yeah, your little brother does kind of look, yeah, he does look <laughs> like him. Yeah. I mean, your brother somehow is more nerdy than him. I'm, yeah. not sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not sure. I'm not sure how that's possible, <laughs> but it happened. Um, he is also, he's uh, in WandaVision as one of Wanda's sons. Yeah. And he is in the latest Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me Do It. So this kid is out there working, dog. Yeah. A nice little thing my sister mentioned is like, just something about like the, the actors that like start off as children in horror movies that they always like end up taking off and doing awesome things. And it's kind of true. She was like with the examples she was given, which I don't remember other than Chloe Grace Moretz, but that's yeah, a good I, guess so. I mean, that alone is good. Like, yeah. Horror kids, man. Fucking whores. <laughs> I know. All right, so he's like, so he's looking in the well, and he says that his dad said, "If you look long enough into that well, you can see stars, baby." Which you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about that. He, said, he says he does. He said he does. Yeah, I see him. Well, that's first time. Uh, Jack says that he was sent to get some water, but he couldn't untie the rope, uh, and. You know, this is where we kind of get a little setup where we find out they use well water. They don't ever use any bottled water. Yeah, they really emphasize that. And like the next <laughs> shot being like yeah. a pitcher of water being sloppily poured into right. a glass. Uh, Nathan, he's cooking. He's a cooking dad. And he made cas- cassoulet. 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 Josh? Cassoulet. He made that shit for dinner. Um, it looks like he threw like a bunch of shit into a pot and just stirred it around. Josh, is that how it's supposed to look? Yeah, you know, I've never made cassoulet myself, but uh, you know, God knows. I think it's just supposed to be like a stew based with like three meats. Yeah, usually it's like duck, something. Like he does corn. say there is yeah. some duck in there. Yeah, yeah, duck. Um, that the other kiss your mama with that mouth. Like uh, Lavinia would rather have some McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, you guys trying to hit some McDonald's after this, you know what I'm saying? Not opposed. All right. <laughs> All in favor. All right, sweet. We'll get some fries. Cool. Uh, we see Teresa. She's in the attic working on a computer and is mad about the router not working, right? Do you guys ever get a sense of what her job actually is in this movie? Or Yeah, she's a stock market advisor or something. They show it in this scene with like the S&P yeah. 500 ratings in the dow a stock market advisor she definitely works in the stock market which she's means like, she makes yeah which <laughs> means she makes a lot of fucking money yeah. which means she's probably the reason they live in this house <laughs> yeah well after all that bull we get a nice family dinner talk you know so everyone's at the dinner table now and uh nathan is excited uh for them to try some alpaca meat yeah kind of weird 
Do you guys know that an average alpaca costs somewhere in the ballpark like four grand? But if you want like a stud alpaca, it costs like ten grand. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good God almighty. Uh, I mean, Nathan thinks that alpacas are the animal of the future. So, Joe, you might be onto something there. I guess so, yeah. You guys want to get some alpacas after this? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, right, we got a backyard. Get some, get some wood. Make a pen. We could afford one or two. We, we could at least afford the, one. All the podcasts when we come in, we can milk them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, Milky wants that milk. You know, he does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Nathan, he goes down to the wine cellar and grabs some hooch. Josh's hooch, <laughs> it, that's different than wine, right? Usually, I feel like is hooch like whiskey. Hooch is just like any booze, but I feel like usually when you're saying uh, go, get, go get mama some some hooch, you know, yeah, give me some hooch. Go give me some. You're taking like bourbon or well, something. Like I that. first, I honestly, yeah. I first heard that terminology from uh, uh, was it Sh- the one with uh, Shanghai Noon, where, <laughs> uh, where uh, Owen Wilson says that you know drunk on hooch, and I thought that was drunk on hooch. Drunk on hooch. And you were just like, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, but he goes yeah. into the wine cellar. This is basically just showing that they have a wine cellar, people. Yeah. Wow. A pretty Ooh. nice one. Yeah. <laughs> better, um, than, better than the one in the... Uh, oh. Arachnophobia. Even better than that. Mm. Yeah, Arachnophobia yeah. had a good one. Yeah, it's better than that one. Good. For, very good. You're talking about a movie we did. Oh, sorry. I'm the parent trap. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a movie that happened that, in 20 years. <laughs> that, you know, parent trap. I always thought that there was two Lindsay Lohans. Yeah, back then. Yeah, until I, when? <laughs> until just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the they fuck? did such a good job. They yeah. did great. Yeah. yeah. They did a really good job. Like that is masking. all fool, man. So don't be. Yeah, because I remember yeah, cause Mary Kate and Ashley were all the rage back then. I was like, man, <laughs> sure, just a twin. Kate. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember like thinking it was the same, and I thought Lindsay was the more successful one because I'm like, oh, only Lindsay got this part in the <laughs> movie, the yep. Disney movie about her being a football player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like only Lindsay's getting work. What happened to the other? <laughs> I think one day I looked up what happened to the Lindsay Lohan's sister. You're a dumbass. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like the internet showed me a like picture of like someone like holding their nuts, like, <laughs> so, like yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Jack has to do the dishes. Oh. It's his turn. You got to oh, do it. Man. There's as a hierarchy a, here. As a little brother, I could feel it, man. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, I think anybody like, didn't nah. want to do. <laughs> well, after dinner, Teresa and Nathan, uh, they're out in front talking about. You know, the things that they uh, did or didn't do in life that they thought they'd never, uh, you know, move into Nathan's dad's old farm. You know, that old, that old shtick. Uh, Nathan's horny. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the more important thing to get from (laughs) He's pretty horny. Is, he is horny. But is he, are they talking about their parents before or after he gets real horny? He like drops right some, before, he drops some like good parent shit. Like it, Nathan no, hates his dad. Uh, like she doesn't want to be yeah like yeah, her well, mother. He, he's horny throughout. Yeah, but he's still horny. Like through that conversation, he probably nah. right. So he's horny. 
<laughs> and he wants to, you know, he's trying to get a little bit of that. After, and it's been six months, but, you know, she's pretty self-conscious about, you know, cancer things. Yeah. Um, but Nathan, you know, he's like, I'll do that even if you didn't have legs, baby. <laughs> I think she got a mastectomy. A double. I feel like it was a double mastectomy. Yeah. That's what you think? Yeah. yeah that's like, I can't believe like, you're still not. Don't yeah. worry, I've always been a leg man. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe you're attracted to me anymore. And he's like, that's when he said it. Yeah. Which is, that's, it's awful, but that's what I assume. All right, well, yeah. you know, they're just like all these years in the big city and they finally got out. So this is a family that was established in the city and they decided to move out to the country. Tale as old as time. That does explain why Lavinia was like praying to the angels to send her back to the city. And Joe, would you do us the honor of, t- of doing the Nicolas Cage quote right here, what <laughs> Nathan says? What Nathan says. Yeah. Of course, Bran. I would love oh, to just grace your ears with a Nicholas Cage quote. Nick Cage quote. Well, a dream you dream alone is just a dream. A dream you dream together is reality. All right, you shouldn't have rhymed it, but yeah, it's basically. <laughs> I think that, that I think that's a good that's a good quote. You know. He's just really, he's really established how committed he is to his golden girl. Yeah, which he does call his wife. Brandon just pulls that out. Yeah, I'm just, you know, <laughs> full of it. Uh, we see everybody at night chilling. Benny's looking through, like, the solar system on his computer, drinking some harmless water. He's drinking water, people. It's good for you. Uh, while his parents, they're getting jiggy with it. <laughs> So Teresa, she's hesitant because you know she feels tarnished. But you know, this is where Nicholas Cage. I mean, we'll just call him Nathan. This is where Nathan says, "You'll always be my golden lady." You know, so I guess that you know they have something there with that. Yeah, because she's blonde. Probably. It could be. <laughs> uh, the house starts to shake and the dog starts to whine. Uh, Benny's computer starts to fritz up, starts to, you know, kind of glitch out. Jack comes into the hallway and sees Sam whining in the hallway. His dog. Yeah. And then a bright purple magenta. Joe, you're the fucking, you're the artist. Is this really a color that's not on the spectrum? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, for the first time ever, (laughs) we're seeing magenta. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know that's what they were trying to go for. It's like a color that was never, you know, isn't a color on earth. I think the point is, like, it's not like uh, magenta isn't, doesn't exist as a single wavelength of light as part of a spectrum of uh, visible light, you know, it's not Roy G. Biv, it's not red, orange, yellow, blue, indigo, violet, it's magenta. You heard that here from our Fuck. resident artist, uh-huh. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Joe. actually Jaguar yeah. Joe on, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. on MTR. You may yeah. have heard it, but <laughs> Jaguar Joe with Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You may have heard it, but you didn't look into his eyes when he said it like I did. Yes. Yeah, you can almost hear like that. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Jack comes into the hall. 
Uh, Sam, he's in the hall. He's whining. There's a bright magenta light. Uh, and then we just see it shining so bright. And boom. We get kind of like an earthquake or something. Or just like a rattle. Like an earth rattle. Yeah. Like uh, a shake. Yeah. They run <laughs> out and they see Jack sitting in the hallway. Um, and we see a... I guess, I mean, are we going to deny that there's purples in this movie? Are we just going to call it all magenta? Or are we going to you know, yeah. admit there's some purple? Magenta. A bit of fuchsia. Yeah, fuchsia, <laughs> no, magenta, magenta, purple. <laughs> no, all um, those, all those. So they check it out, and this is when, so they basically go outside after this, and they, they're checking it out in the yard. And this is where Nathan starts to complain about a smell that nobody else reacts to. It's just yeah. him. Mm-hmm. He, he's the only one that says that there's a smell. Yeah, even someone says, like, I don't smell anything. Yes. Uh, Jack is inside while they're checking it out, and he's in shock or some shit. Um, you know, I think that they, they did show us, like, a slight instance where it looked like that the magenta light was kind of, like, penetrating him, as, you know, as much as I hate to say that. But <laughs> it, it kind of, like, becomes him. For like a second, they like show his hand like turn into the light. You okay. remember that? Yeah. Oh, thank you, John. Y- you're welcome. <laughs> um, th- this is where they yes, yes. <laughs> they kind of they, they kind of mention here that the closest hospital is over an hour away. Yeah. And uh, they're in the house now, and and Nathan's still complaining about that lingering smell. What is that shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Jack, all of a sudden, he's sitting on the couch, like, kind of not acknowledging anybody. And all of a sudden, he snaps, too. And he's, he just, like, says his head hurts. You know, so whatever happened to him, he's finally come out of. What are you guys thinking here? You think, you think we're about to do, like, a poltergeist thing where they make the kid, like, the number one connection to the thing? Absolutely, Brandon. Honestly, I just thought he was in <laughs> shock. I didn't really read that much into it because, like, everybody else was like, I know there was like, but they showed the light, like, engulf him. Yeah. yeah, and there was like, there during the scene, it's just like him in the center of the screen and it's like slowly zooming in on him the whole time. Yeah. But like, I was just like, ah, oh, that little guy. Just, hey, he'll be important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then initially, yeah, I was like, oh, he's in shock because they said it. And then I was just like, yeah, yeah, but not too far into the future. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Like, oh, when it's obvious, then yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a genius. Right. <laughs> well, the next day, we have the sheriff coming over, and that Sheriff Pierce, he's played by Josh Waller. Yep. Hey, Josh, his name's Josh. It, so it was like the breakout role, right? His his debut role, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was um, a producer on a lot of things. He was a producer on if you guys have ever heard of a girl walks home in, alone at night. Oh, okay, he did that. Yeah, he he was a producer on that. Whoa, producer. Now I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> producer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so him and Mayor Tuma, they come they come and check out. Uh, they come and check out what what was going on. Nathan remarks about the smell again, but nobody smells a goddamn thing. Nathan, God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> uh, Nathan, he kind of overexplains what happens. He tells the mayor that he was trying to fuck his wife, <laughs> and, and he saw a color. 
you know, he saw colors all of a sudden come in and that he's never seen before. And then all, and then boom, you know, it just kind of pops. Uh, then we see Ward. He's on the scene. Ward is on the scene. I repeat on the scene. I wonder why Ward's on the scene. He's just kind of around. I feel like, you know, he's checking the water, comes to the house. He, and he, maybe he saw it from his camp. I mean, he does have a camp in the woods. Maybe he That's did just true. like see yeah. it. Is he like on Nathan's property? Just kind of like camping yeah, out? I think he's like on the outskirts maybe. Yeah. Okay. He is, he's obviously working with like a. The town. Yeah, you know, at some capacity because they know who he is. Yeah. The town yeah. of Arkham, oh, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Arkham. Arkham Asylum got its name from H.P. Lovecraft's fictional town of Arkham. No kidding. No way. Yeah, dog. Why yeah. didn't you say that when we first got <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, it? This is like the 14th time we've said it. <laughs> Arkham. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we see Ward there. He's there. Um, he sees he sees Lavinia. Lavinia. Um, he he asks, perfect. like, he's like, is this a result of your ritual yesterday? <laughs> oh, oh, bitch. <laughs> yes. uh, Ward introduces, and then after that, she does say here, she's like, you looking at my legs? But he wasn't. He was looking at her shoes. Yeah. I think. She's, all over. Yeah, she's just flirting with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they walk on down to the meteor. Uh, Ward introduces himself to Nathan, says that he's a hydrologist. Pretty cool. Yeah, not a bad title. I mean, pretty cool. I guess I'd have some follow up questions, right? Be like, so what do you study? Like, <laughs> yeah. water? Uh, I'm not taking questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna answer. That. Uh, Ward says that it looks like a me. It looks like a meteorite is what hit down here, and the mayor wants to bring the press around, but Nathan doesn't know. He doesn't really want that. Now, the mayor is also salty that Nathan didn't sell the property to her and says that the closest hospital is indeed in Arkham, which is an hour away. Welcome to living in the sticks or whatever mm-hmm. it says. Right. And I bet you there is a point in this movie where Nathan does wish that he <laughs> sold that shit to her. <laughs> uh, Nathan sends Lavinia in to check with the mother, check on the mother. I'm not sure if he did this because he thought that her and Ward were flirting, or if he just didn't, they kind of made it seem like that. It was absolutely intentional. I, yeah, I mean, but weird. I I didn't feel like there was like really any uh, consultation between them in front of Nathan. I don't know. I, I, I well, they knew that he is the person that she met down by the creek, right? I think so. So that's probably more than enough. Yeah, so he sends her in there to check on her mom. Uh, when she goes in there, the mom tells her that uh, she she's like, "You like you think that boy's cute down there, don't you?" And then she was like, "You're practically throwing yourself at her, um, at him." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Yo, the way you're dressed, kind of giving off ideas." And she just runs away to her room, all like sad and shit, which. Yeah, it's I mean, why'd her mom why'd her mom go ahead because her mom immediately regrets it she's just like oh god why'd I say that yeah I mean you, you don't say that to like you know exactly like a teen a girl teen, yeah, know, right. struggling with images and come on she's definitely gonna run away crying. you can mom better than that come on my favorite pastime actually I just 
go up to like random teens that I could tell are very self-conscious and I just I just start slamming them I'm like look at you till they cry are you doing that in ripped jeans or (laughs) 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 Uh, so anyway out of the media (laughs) so the Benny said this is where Benny he suggests that maybe it could be like an alien virus or something. Good fucking observation, Benny. I would think the same thing. Yeah, he does. Like, don't fucking he touch calls it. it right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that that's going to be it, but, you know, he does call it right off the bat. <laughs> I mean, if you see a glowing rock land in your backyard, you're either like, all right, I'm the next Green Lantern, or you're like, that thing's poison. <laughs> I've been chosen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, you haven't. To serve or die. But fuck Which all one? that. <laughs> it's time for Nathan and Benny to go milk those goats. Or alpacas. You <laughs> milk me. those goats. We gotta talk about milking goats. It's funny, I use the same euphemism. Uh, <laughs> Which uh, one? Alpaca or goat? <laughs> yeah, anything that suits me. Depends on how confident I am that day. <laughs> Nathan, he, we, we see Nathan, he's milking that alpaca. He says it's not like milking a goat. You need patience, and you need to be gentle, and, uh, boobs. Nathan calls them boobs. He's like, you gotta be gentle with the, uh, boobs. Boobs. Uh, (laughs) he's like, he said he was mixing a little fennel into the feed to make, uh, to make the milk taste better. Uh, what is fennel? Do you guys, did you guys look at it? Oh, I don't need to look it up. I love fennel. Everybody loves fennel. Classic ingredient. What the fuck is it? Okay, so you've got you got fennel seeds, which have almost a licoricey kind of, uh, but like a d- very dumbed down kind of subtle licorice kind of thing, like flavor to it. But then you have a fennel. Fennel is like kind of a, I don't want to say a bulb, but okay, think of how celery is. It's similar to celery. Think of celery with a fat ass. It's <laughs> Celery with a fat ass. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like celery. It it's great with uh, white fish, squid. Uh, it's great. <laughs> what do you guys do? What? So, I, right, I so don't want to talk about fennel the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought you had a bunch to say. Oh yeah, I mean it's great with like green base stuff. Yeah. Yeah, All right, what, it, it yeah. improves the quality it's, and the taste well, of alpaca milk. It's and more Jamie Oliver's favorite spice. Well, guess what? Ward <laughs> well, doesn't want any of that shit. He's lactose intolerant. Apparently, at that moment, at least for the yeah, at least for the moment. Oh, this is when we see Lavinia. She's in her she's in her um, room listening to music. She's crying. Uh, her mom is you know she's saying that she doesn't know why she said that. So, do you guys think we're seeing any effects of the meteorite? right now with the mother no you think that's just the mom being the mom no i I don't think we're seeing the effects of the meteorite because we do we do in the future start to see the effects of the meteorite kind of messing with temperament temperament yeah the mom seemed off to me from the start like the way she would like speak she was like what i was like oh she's drunk (laughs) <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> after they after they milk some uh, alpacas, Ward and Benny are going to see Ezra. Uh, and while they're walking there, we see a thunderstorm a brewing, 
and we get to a little shack, and that's where we see Ezra, and uh, he used to be an electrician, and all of his power is solar paneled, baby. We got to get into it, baby. He's like a fucking old hermit that lives in a cabin in the middle of the woods. Hell yeah, dude. This right. dude knows how to live, though. And uh, the guy who plays Ezra is the infamous <laughs> Tommy Chong uh, from Cheech and Chong from that 70s show, Leo. Um, you know? I mean, we could go on and on. This yeah, man's from been... Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> he did very well in Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he's been in a lot of things. He's a famous stoner. And, you know, I commend him. Yep. He's great. And he's really, I mean, I really do love him as Leo in that 70s show. So like, fuck like, yeah. He's so good. <laughs> I mean, I kind of love him in everything he's in because he's always just Tommy Chong. Yeah. True. I guess that's true. Uh, so he like they open the door uh, as the thunderstorm is a brewing, and Ezra already knows of who Ward is, and Ezra says he's got a lot of little birdies. Which well, uh, they do pass like cameras, and they like wave to like the cameras. Yeah, yeah. And the my name's and Ezra. <laughs> yeah, Ezra. Ezra. My name's Ward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a, uh, we see, we go into his place. He's got a nice vibe going on. He's got some music, you know, Ward denies a hit of that, you know, stanky leg. And, uh, you know, this is where Ezra says, you want some Java? That's like his go-to when you get in there. You want some Java? Um, they get, do get some Java. And then afterwards we do find out that his cat is named G-Spot. A pussy named G-Spot? Come on, man. That's great. That is great. That's what Benny's talking. Pretty good. Uh, Yeah, Ward, he looks... This is where Ward looks into the Java, and he sees a slight glow in it on the edges of it. Oh. I was wondering why he's looking at it like that. Yeah, we, he sees kind of like the magenta in it. And... He says that, uh, this is where Ezra says the H2O, the H2O has gone a little brackish. Uh, <laughs> and Ward thinks that, you know, it could be just like rust in the taps. You know, he's not thinking of an, an alien entity. Who would? Right, right. Right. But yeah. he, he wants to run some tests. Of course. That's what you got to do. Um, as, he's doing, as he wants to do that, he's going to come back tomorrow and the, the storm starts to roll in. Everyone loves a good thunderstorm, I, th- I think we could say here at the table. I love oh, yeah. a good thunderstorm, man. Ooh, love it. And as the, as the thunderstorm is going on, we see it actually striking, like the lightning just over and over again, striking the meteorite, which is pretty cool. And Lavinia is just out in the storm watching it as Nathan comes out to get her. I mean, they do have a porch. She could have been dry watching that. <laughs> she needed to get okay. as close as she possibly could, though. She needed to be dramatic. No, Lavinia's just that kind of person. <laughs> She's a little bit. Um, we see Ward in his back at his camp, and we see him with a sample stick for the water, and it's bright red. Um, I, I'm not a water expert, so I don't know what the fuck it means, but... I think it means bad. <laughs> it usually right, does. bad. <laughs> uh, we hear the mayor over his radio saying that the freshwater reservoir... On the uh, Minnetonic River, is that what is that what it is? The Minnetonic River mm-hmm. uh, will be a huge for the area. Um, 
but there's like interference in the radio and we get a mysterious phone call. Oh my God. There's a lot of mysterious phone calls in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's like these explained. These aliens are like, yeah, I guess it's just like, they say it's just like messing with the frequency of radio waves. Well, so there's, there's an IMDB fact that said, uh, the lightning struck the meteorite nine times, which in Wiccan mythology, philosophy, or whatever, nine is like the number of intelligence. Okay, but mm. I couldn't see I couldn't see an otherworldly entity being influenced by an earthly concept. Yeah, such as a telephone, unless that earthly concept was created by an otherworldly entity long ago oh god as <laughs> <laughs> uh, as 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 a um, ward is out there he hears a crack in the woods and he investigates it to find an eerie what an a color like the magenta colors like michael myers in him right here <laughs> it's like in the woods like he like points his flashlight at it and it moves typical slasher man it's just right. penetrating people it's stalking uh, all of a sudden his car turns on out of nowhere and shuts off again and the radio starts playing again and i thought the car turn on was like all it was like almost a jump scare yeah that was good yeah i feel like at, like he at this time fucking he would have been like ward would have been like all right i don't get paid enough for this shit <laughs> he <laughs> packed up and left he's dedicated to water is dedicated to that arc of water. <laughs> uh, the next day, we get a sweet shot of a salamander on the well. That was a salamander, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. It, I, I thought it was so weird and out of place. Like, why would a salamander be on a well? But, you know, maybe it just had an influence from the meteor. Didn't it, it have those be. two purple, two magenta stripes on it. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, honestly, it just looked like a regular salamander. I mean, if it yeah. had any symbolism <laughs> beyond just like having something there to show that the environment's being affected, maybe no, it did. Salamander it, is uh, it do. Yeah, it a do. figure of fire, so it could be, yeah, right. Everything is about to burn down. Yeah, salamanders are sweet. Um, he's on the well. Um, we see that the meteorite has disappeared. I feel like that's not a good thing. Because that means, I mean, you doubt someone stole it. I mean. So you know something, something else is going on, perhaps. And as they're there, they notice that there's these nice, bright, are they pink, Joe, or are they magenta? These guys? Yeah, these flowers. These guys are fuchsia. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so these flowers well, are growing. Well, they're growing around the well all of a sudden. You know, she's like, maybe they're perennials. We've never seen them before, but maybe they're perennials. And maybe that's what a perennial is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> this ongoing conversation for the last seven years. Uh, yes, that's marriage. <laughs> and then the circus arrives. Mm-hmm. The news is there. Uh, we fast forward to later on where Nathan is watching the news and he's he's on there talking about uh, how Nathan, he thinks he needs to like comb his own hair. He doesn't like how he looks on there. They're calling <laughs> him a, a UFO witness and he looks like one. <laughs> uh, we see Teresa, she's making dinner and she's cracking some eggs and we see when she cracks an <laughs> egg, like my worst nightmare is just seeing blood <laughs> in the yolk. 
And, you know, I'm always scared I'm going to crack in. There's going to be a little baby chicken in there. I'm just going to be <laughs> like, ow. Oh, that's yeah. free food right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. No, I feel like, see, some shit like that would make me go vegan. Like, if I, like, experience that in real, in real time. Right. But, so she cracks it. There's some, there's some blood all over the yolk. Um, we see her cutting a carrot. She kind of looks like she's mindlessly just looking in front of her. You know, just really yeah, mindless. Just out there. You Dude, know. the fucking, I mean, this scene, That's, this had some build up to it. I was like, the tension was real in this scene, man. Yeah, because yeah. Nathan's like, go get your mother. Go get your mother. I was God, like, that walk me. for him to go get his mother was so long. I was at the edge of my seat. <laughs> um, yeah uh, quite literally yeah. cause like he didn't know what was gonna happen the music was getting more and more intense and she's just sitting there with a the knife like chop 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 yeah yeah. I was like already like squirm like this oh god is, this is Jack <laughs> going to see the mother mm-hmm. going to get his mother for Nathan and yeah she's just cutting the carrot it's getting closer and closer and all of a sudden she gets there and she just cuts her fingers off great practical effect yeah uh, yeah, they show like the whole thing. Cuts her fingers off, blood spewing all over Jack's face. <laughs> that kid is fucked. And <laughs> the mom That shit's for life. The mom doesn't even give a shit. <laughs> She's like, dinner's ready and like like holds yeah. up her fucking hand with, <laughs> yeah. with like that shit all fucked up. Crazy. Yeah. Like at this point I was like, oh shit, this movie got real so fast. And I thought Teresa went crazy. I thought the me- meteor already got Teresa, and we're just about to see Teresa like go on a rampage. Yeah. Well, Nathan's taking her to the hospital. Yeah, she's like, I'm sound <laughs> mind now. She's like, I don't know yeah. why the fuck I did that. Um, she's Nathan's taking her to the hospital. He said he tells Benny that he's the man of the house. Uh, the next, well, Lavinia doesn't really like that. Yeah, she, nah, kinda, she feels like she's the more responsible. Kinda, yeah, she kind of gives him the business for it. He's like, don't worry, Jack, Jack. Benny's going to take care of us because he's so responsible. Yeah, he's such a man. <laughs> yeah. Like the point out. Like, uh, like you see it more, more like throughout it stuff. It's like, I love how, like when Jack was obviously like fucked up, like frozen in shock and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, ah, the hospital's an hour out. I'm just gonna drink my bourbon. (laughs) What other other options do I have? And then, like, wow, she loses two digits, you know? (laughs) Yeah, right. Either it's like a small child, and then I just feel like there's. We'll get to it later. You gotta raise the kids to be tough. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I care more about your mom than you. Can't fuck you. Just tell (laughs) it. I would hope not. Yeah. Uh, the next okay, morning. But won't. <laughs> no, no. The, ne- <laughs> the next morning. Cut that. Cut that. Uh, the next morning, we'll see Jack wake up and Benny is taking the alpacas to get some nice, innocent water. Nothing wrong with that. Ah, man, that water looks good. It's the finest in the department. Crisp and fresh. Uh, Lavinia, she sees, she comes out. And there must have been some sort of time jump. So she comes out and she sees that the alpacas are out. She's enjoying a nice cup of tea. Yeah, she sees the alpacas are out in the yard. She calls on Benny. She's like, get the fuck out here and feed those motherfuckers. You know, but Benny, he says he already fed them. And, and the, didn't he? 
We just he, saw him do it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. They mm-hmm. just like, uh, I mean, uh, we kind of get this sense of there's kind of time jumping. There's just like some with confusion. The it's weird. No, with the color. The color makes you time jump. I didn't get time jump. I got like general confusion. Well, there's a moment uh, in probably about uh, in a little bit further in the movie here there's a moment where he comes into the house and says that he mm. was lost in the woods and yeah. he like lost all this time yeah yeah so i was just thinking that you know maybe like the llamas got fast forwarded because yeah. they were drinking the water it's, and they were kind of having those same effects yeah, it's brought up later too about time yeah there's mention, a lot of time they Joe, do mention so. time but I did, at this point in the movie <clears throat> i wasn't thinking time jumps yeah well you know get on our level i guess that was the <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that they were lost in time, not so much that time itself was losing them. I mean, it's just like the alpaca scene. I just didn't think, you know. Well, after that, uh, Lavinia sees Jack sitting in the front lawn whistling and he's talking to the man in the well. That is never good. Yeah. yeah. Like when, when if you, ha- you, don't, you don't want your little brother to be saying that. I mean, what, with those what magnifying you- glasses. You guys are both older brothers, so I want to know what you do. And then, do you just throw them in the well? What do you do <laughs> when your brother starts talking to like some creepy? I mean, figure? honestly, I'd probably get to the bottom of it right there. I'd just be like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" I go check it out. Be like, "Fuck you, up. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? yeah like, no, no, no. Say, do you say I was? <laughs> do you say I was less of a man? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> test my man. Yeah, no. the guy in the well got something to say to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go pee in the well, see if anyone starts yelling. Yes. Be like, there's no one in there. Uh, while Lavinia is like, oh. <laughs> sitting there talking to Jack, she starts to have something wrong with her stomach. A little weird. Uh, she decides to go inside uh, as we get kind of reinforcement that something is indeed wrong with her stomach. <laughs> uh, she... Uh, gets a phone call which it is Nathan from the hospital but she doesn't get any phone reception because something's blocking it weird pretty weird and you know what I liked about this scene is like this like set of scenes where like the kids are alone it's so tense but like really nothing's happened yet like the yeah. meteor fell and her, their mom cut off two digits but like so far it's all good she's just going to the hospital she's getting it fixed up but it's still like this fucking like uh period where they're alone on the farm. I don't know, it just feels like shit's going down for real, but nothing's happening. And if yeah. you look in the background of the scenes with Jack around the well, which we're getting to here where he walks up to it, you see the the uh the flowers kind of start to grow more and grow around and start to engulf the farm slowly like come up to the farm. Yeah, like the vegetation's almost like it's gaining power. Yeah, there's like blue leaves around trees too. It's weird. Uh, so yeah, so Jack uh, he walks to the well. We see the sour, the the flowers starting to spread. He looks down and he sees an egg sack, a a magenta egg sack. <laughs> you know, I thought it was a brain at first. I thought um, it was an eye. It like does. Uh, it looks like all those things. Yes. Um, it bursts open and a purple flying mantis type of thing comes out and it has eight eyes too. And it looks and it sees in thermal vision. It looks like, uh, Ivan Ooze's Zord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. 
Yes. Power Ranger podcast coming at you uh-huh. soon. Woo. Uh, <laughs> whoop, whoop. This, thing, this thing looks otherworldly. Yeah. So this kid you know, should like be tentacles like... tentacles coming out of its mouth. And yeah, shit. this kid should be alarmed. Yeah. Uh, but it just flies away. It just flies away. And there goes your whole ecosystem. You know? Yeah, just <laughs> like that. There it is. You know, it's just it's like an invasive species. You know, it's, it's as easy as that. Yeah. That's how it happens. Uh, it is. Uh, Lavinia... She starts to do the dishes inside, and we, we start to hear a clock ticking really loud. Uh, it stops. And all of a sudden, engulfed in light. So this thing does affect time again. A little, little thing on time. It stops the clock, Joe. What do you got to say now? I mean, at this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, it also affects electronics. Because they showed the TV staticking right before the clock. Right. So I was like, okay, you know, this thing just has like an electromagnetic thing going on. We get her in a giant flash of light and she all of a sudden comes to and she's standing over an overflowing sink of blood water. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's the, what, there's a call that's kind of like staticky as well, right? Yeah. Or is it the radio here? There's some sort of staticky. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird ambiance going on. I think it should be said that she's trying to like wash off the bloody knife that her yeah. mom was using <laughs> while she cut off her fingers. So yes, Ooh. Uh, yeah, she runs up. She runs upstairs to throw up, and she hears a knock at the door. Uh, Ward, he's back, baby. Uh, he's there. He wanted to tell everybody that there is something indeed wrong with the water, but he doesn't know what exactly. Uh, you know, and she says that this is a bad time and Ward is just like, drink bottled water. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not like, I feel like he needs, like, shouldn't he have like a note or something he could put on the door? Yeah. To like, let the rest of the family know. Yeah. Cause you can't trust this teenage daughter he, to tell the rest of the family. Can you? He puts all his trust in this teenage he girl. He really does. Yeah. And she's not in the best of shape when he didn't trust her in this. He could have left a note, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I would have left a note. She, she acted this part out pretty well, though. She uh, does, it was, like, she does. believable. Uh, he walks off the porch, and he sees Jack standing by the well. Uh, Jack says that he's playing with his friends, and Ward's like, okay, bro, because there's nobody around him, man. It it's just... like me when I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by playing, did you just, like, st- stand in one place and stare? I sat on the ground and played Pokemon Master Trainer by myself. Well, that's less creepy. Right, but sometimes but I would just <laughs> ominously stare at the board. Somehow more concerning. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you, like, laugh as creepily as fucking Jack-Jack does in this scene? There were times. I don't know. That was, like, so such a genuine little kid laugh my that it was very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well... After that, Ward goes back to find Ezra at his place, and Ezra is investigating the floor, and there's no G-spot, is what I hear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a myth. The cat is gone. Interesting. The cat is gone. The cat is gone, Joe. Uh, Ezra says that he hears them down there. The people under the floor, dude. <laughs> the alien. Ooh. 
Yeah. You're just rustling down there, chattering. The stoner knows what's going on, man. That's all I gotta say. He is on it, to be honest. Like, he, like hits it on the nail right here, right uh, in the scene. He those knows. guys always <laughs> are, baby. Like, um, yep. Ward just thinks that it's like a magnetic distortion, but Ezra knows that uh, it came from the rock. Uh, does anybody, does anyone want to, th- next I got, we got a quote from Ezra here. Uh, I'm trying to think, Joe Joe or Josh, who could do the best uh, Ezra? Uh, I feel like I want to give it to Josh. If he would be so kind as to take it from me. I'm kind enough, man. <laughs> but did yeah. you want it? <laughs> and now you good, man. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> you came on the rock. <laughs> I did that once. Um, <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, different pod. You don't get it, do you? It's not out there. It's in here. It's in the static. It's in the moisture. Up is down, fast is slow. What's in here is out there. What's out there is in here now. Comprendo? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's some crazy shit. I'd, I'd be pretty freaked out if I if someone just said that to me. I feel like I've gotten that a couple times. After like, <laughs> he knows something's up, and then this guy's like saying this to him. I mean, that's got to be double freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ward says uh, Ezra should leave, which Ezra definitely should have. Um, yeah. So that that Ward could test the the area around, and then this is a weird line. Ezra says that he'll be back in the morning, and Ezra's just like, "Dude, it is already morning." Yeah, it's already morning. Yeah, like, what's that mean? Do you think he's feeling the effects of the of the uh, meteorite, and he's losing time as well? Yeah, this is where I was like, there might be some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thought he was just being funny. <laughs> Be like, uh, yeah. It is more. Yeah. As as Ward leaves, he tells him that if he sees G Spot, that uh, he'll tell Ezra. And Ezra says, uh, "Josh, hit us." I'll tell you what he says. I can't find out the thing, but I do remember he says, well, "If you do, probably won't recognize him." Something like that. Along those lines. Yeah, he's just like, you might see her, but you won't recognize her. Yeah. Which. That's wild. That's a wild thing to say. He knows that he must have seen her already. Maybe, yeah, I guess so. Or just like a real good guess. Because, I mean, goddamn. Right. Uh, This is where we see Nathan and Teresa driving back. Nathan is doing some nice opera singing, which is really good, dude. I like when Nicolas Cage just like, he says, fuck it, and just does it. You know, he's just like, I mean, we get a really good freak out scene in, in here in a little oh. bit. But when Nicolas Cage just like takes his gloves off and just like goes for it, it's great. <laughs> uh, so he's singing some opera. Teresa, she's talking about how she feels stupid, doesn't know what happened. Um, and she's, she's worried about work. She thinks she's going to have a lot of pissed off clients, which I guess she might. She might. Uh, all of a sudden, we get a G spot. And he's in the middle of the road. He's all fucked up. Yeah, he is. He's all fucked up. Uh, they almost hit him. And uh, they call the kids, but there's no answer. What are you looking at? Nothing. No. <laughs> so there's no answer. Uh, we see Sam the dog. Uh, we, we're back at the house now. 
We see Sam the dog. Uh, he's in there with Jack. And we see a bright light start to shine. They're in the front yard here. We see a bright color. Do we just call it the color instead of light? Let's just call it the color because even right. the story is just like it's the called the color only by analogy. Gotcha. Like, you know. So they see the bright color. <laughs> or do we just call it the color? Do we not give it any... Uh... The color, I mean, because it's always... Yeah, it could be bright. <laughs> the bright color starts to shine. Sam runs into it. And we hear Sam get fucked up. Very faintly. But we hear it. We hear Sam get fucked up? Yeah, we hear like... Ah! Like, Arr. yo, man, I never caught that. That explains so much of the movie. Josh, you caught that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not crazy. <laughs> uh, Lavinia, she goes into Benny's room to see a pulsing distortion on his computer background uh, before it turns off. Um, and it is the color. So it's coming, baby. Uh, Benny comes into the room. He says, you know, what the hell are you doing in here, bitch? And... She says, you know, where you been? And he's saying that he got lost out there in the woods, man. Like, it was day and then all of a sudden, dark. This is what me and Josh were talking about. Yeah. Time, Joe, time. Do you think he just walked around in circles? I don't even know. He could have just stood in one spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Is it, we, we, we're not sure I mean, what That could explain pal- later why he doesn't want to go in the woods. Right. Like after like, yeah. shit well, starts getting real. It is like a 12 mile trek through the, like, the dark <laughs> wilderness. I mean, yeah. Who's going to do that? Uh, they get another interference call and uh, lights start to flash. We see Jack uh, just standing outside as, the, as his parents pull up. Nathan and Teresa, they're pissed, but I mean, any parent would be. There's, there's small child just like outside. Like, and he, and, Jack really plays it off here. He's like, mommy. Yeah. You know, he's not really doing them any favors. Uh, so I mean, if, if the kid wasn't so creepy, we wouldn't even be in this scenario. True. Like, why are you, why are you standing outside alone in the dark? I would never do that if I was a kid. Well, he's fucking creepy. I mean, I think he's like fucking, uh, I'm pretty sure the comment's like really heavily influencing him. Oh yeah. The, he's the man in the well is calling to him. Exactly. Um, and then Nathan, uh, Nathan and Teresa, they're pissed. And uh, he said, Josh, you with us? And uh, can you give us a bit, like some good, uh, this is where Nicholas Cage really gets sassy. <laughs> and uh, Josh, give us, give us this line here. He's like, whoa, while the cat's away, the mice shall play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is that it, bitch? <laughs> uh, they're trying to explain things to him, but they don't want to hear it. Of course, you know, the parents don't want to hear what the children have to say. Right. Uh, Nathan then sees the alpacas, uh, and they're not put away, and he gets so fucking pissed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like four grand in an alpaca. Yeah, and he goes down there to put them away, and while he's in the barn, Sam is nowhere to be seen, and he even calls Sam a dumb dog. Can you believe this man? Not cool. Not fucking cool, Nathan. Uh, he comes back out, and he, and he says, uh, you know... Where is Sam? And Lavinia says uh, that they don't know. Uh, they must have got him. Um, and Nathan responds, Josh. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's my Nick Kate. <laughs> my it's sassy okay. Nick. It's okay. 
Yeah, and then she just kind of she starts to like say some stuff, and then Josh, you can continue. I'll say it. Yeah, yeah you got it. it. Okay. Nothing has been fucking this place up. I've had it with your drama, Lavina or Lavinia. <laughs> Sorry, it's Nick Cage. Uh, yeah, he started he, over. Intimidated. Started over. Give it All to right. us. Be no? sassy. <laughs> Sassy Nick Cage, okay. Nick Cage impersonating a sassy teenager. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing has been fucking this place up. I've had it with your drama, Lavinia. So do me a favor and get the fuck out of my sight, okay? Actually, I'll save you the trouble and get the fuck out of yours. That's, yeah. that's as good as we're gonna get yeah that was some good nick cage hopefully <laughs> yeah. nick cage were here to do it himself right mm-hmm. maybe someday he we'll, probably we'll, would. we'll interview nick cage 20 bucks nick uh <laughs> yeah pay us 20 bucks <laughs> mail or check after he says that he walks away you know benny's like he didn't mean it and lavinia she says that they need to get the hell out of there so she knows what to do uh nathan comes up and he takes a shower but he noticed he when he gets into the shower, he notices that the shower is kind of weird. Uh, while he's in there, he does pick up a jellyfish type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a like a silicone um, boob. Looks like, yeah, it kind of yeah. looks like a fake boob. And then, and then it like pops open like with a bunch of little strands, little tentacles. Yeah, yeah, little tentacle thingies. Pretty gross. And he freaks out. He like throws it down. Um, we cut over to Sam talking to Teresa. Sam asks if hey, Sam. The, the dog? Excuse, yeah, the, the, yeah, you wish, bitch. Uh, no, it's actually um Jack. Jack, yes. Uh it's actually Jack, and he says, you know, is Sam with grandpa? You know, you get you know, Nathan's gotta be like, You gotta be kidding me, man. Like this kid's roasting me tonight <laughs> i was trying to get some and you're just setting me up for failure where's my dog now you no, bring get up the my fuck <laughs> out of my sight but yeah so and we see nathan here he's still complaining about the smell he still smells it man only him uh, he says it's the same smell from the cancer ward uh, where his father uh where his father was uh, he's like, it's like death, it's disinfectant, the cancer smell, rotting milk. And then he looks at his wife and says, you know the smell. <laughs> you know the cancer smell better than anyone, bitch. Yeah, not like, cool. ouch, man. Not fucking cool. He goes right for the throat. Uh, Teresa then, uh, she's, just, she's just like, I just need to get online. And then, <laughs> and uh, to do her job. And Nathan just snaps back. He's not a dick anymore. He's just like starts to be a good nurturing father. Yeah, and you can see like some bipolar disorder or something going on. Yes. Um, and then after that we get some really great I mean, this movie's beautifully shot. I know we said it before, but beautifully shot. We get some really great shots of the ecosystem around with the pit with the magenta flowers and everything kind of just starting to really take it over. Showing that, you know, whatever we're seeing is gaining more traction, getting more power. Oh, going back to, like, Nick Cage describing the smell, though. He's like, and then Sam's gone, so you do the math. Thinking that, like, Sam's probably, like, crawled 
in a hole under the house or something. He's stinking up the house. That's his like logic right now. Right? Really? You, you got that? Because he's been smelling it before when he knew Sam was alive. I know. That's what makes it interesting. Is that like he did cap that sentence off with like, now Sam's gone. You do. What do you think happened? I mean, he like describes the smell as the smell of death. Yeah. Right. Well, after we see the pink flower or the magenta flowers taking over the ecosystem, we cut to the next day where we see Nathan picking tomatoes that are very big and they're a month early. Beef steaks. And he got some peaches, baby. Oh, yeah. Peaches. I mean, we all love peaches. He's like never been in so much bliss. Yeah, he's he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty happy with himself about it. Uh, Inside, we see him washing the fruit and Teresa, uh, she's working, but the phone signal cuts off right in the middle of a client sale or whatever she does. And she gets really pissed. She runs down. She tells Nathan to... She tells Nathan... Fix the dish. Yeah, she's just basically all up in him, fixing the dish. But at the same time, Nathan doesn't give a damn about her because he's just trying to get in these fruit. <laughs> so he takes a bite out of uh, one of the tomatoes, and then he takes a bite out of another tomato, then a peach, and then he takes another bite and another bite. And he's just like, these shifts are terrible. And he's super pissed. And he starts dunking all the all the fruit into the trash can. Literally dunking. Like so, saying slam dunk while he's doing it. Yeah, he is doing that. Uh, so th- I, I think that this is kind of uh, the meteor or whatever the alien life form is. It, it's kind of, it takes, is, do you guys think that it just takes all the nutrients and shit out of everything? So on the surface it looks okay, but really on a mineral level? It's like depleted, and that's why they don't taste mm, it. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like so the the light just like transforms things. Mm. Doesn't it makes things uglier later on? But these things are real beautiful. Yeah. So maybe like the ugly shit later on really had great personalities that we couldn't see. Yeah. Mm, I that's had- how it goes. I had a theory with what was going on with uh, with Nathan. It seemed like when it hit when he started tasting the things and spitting them out, I was thinking, is it maybe he's not smelling something specifically, but like oh, right. it's enhancing all his like senses to like some hyper level, so everything's just awful and intense in his face because like i don't know like you notice like when he was like first smelling the shit and that's when jack was uh in shock and stuff he's like god that smells so it was like apparently so bad that he dipped his fingers into his bourbon and shoved it in his nose oh yeah which and then he dips his finger in bourbon again when his we're about to get to it. yeah but he, yeah he shoved bourbon in his nose yeah wow okay yeah. so like i don't know like yeah, because like the smell is such a big part of taste. He was if he's smelling shit all day, those yeah. tomatoes probably taste yeah. like shit. Yeah, yeah, could be. Nathan pours himself a drink here after his terrible. So he didn't work on the dish. Um, nah, he's just chilling. He pours himself a drink, and we see uh, we see him put some ice cubes in there, and the ice cubes have the strange coloration in them, so they they you they were used with the water. Yikes! Oof. 
Uh, he sits down. He says that he should have grown barley. Josh, what do you think about barley growing? I think uh, it's a great way to make beer. You know, get yourself some hops too. You could also just make some beef barley stew. Barley is strong, hearty. It's good. Barley's good for everything. Yeah, you can get anything. He also says, I should have grown barley, right, Dad? Highlighting that complicated relationship he had with his dad. But it pans down to show a picture of that guy in the picture. Supposedly his dad. He's the guy who created Conan the Barbarian and close friends with, with HP himself. What's his name? Um... <laughs> HP's friend. Yeah, HP's <laughs> friend. That nice credit, Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I got it. Robert E. Howard. Thank you. Just wanted to spit Robert the e. spit the fact no, out real that, quick. That was good. Nice. That was good. All right. So Nathan turns on the news and he realizes that his skin is super dry and it's weird looking, probably from that shower. Um, but doesn't pay. He honestly doesn't pay it a lot of mind. This is like Josh was saying. He kind of dips his fingers in his scotch or whatever the hell. Yeah. And he like uses alcohol to moisturize his skin. <laughs> Did you see his arm? He looked like a yeah, fucking like, alligator yeah, like a lizard. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he looked like a burn victim. It was crazy. He, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't pay it much mind. He doesn't pay much mind that the TV's breaking up in front of him either. Um. So we skip forward after that, and we see Jack uh, in the middle of the night. He gets up, and uh, we also see Lavinia. She's starting to pack, because she needs to get the fuck out of there. Uh, she does see her Necronomicon book, and uh, she opens that shit up, because maybe she's got a thing or two to do. Uh, Jack comes downstairs to the living room, and we see Nathan asleep. And the TV's fritzing like crazy, that magenta color. So you know shit is going down. Uh, Jack goes out to see Benny sitting on the stairs outside on the porch. And the pig flowers have completely overtaken the entire like front of the yard. Yeah, the whole the whole landscape is magenta now. Yeah, like I, I would be alarmed a little bit. Yeah, I but mean, it's, it's also, pretty fucking drastic change for, like, four days. <laughs> but, but they have a pretty good, you know, brotherly moment here. Uh, we see Lavinia. She's in her room. She's doing a ritual, and you know, to help her and to protect her. And uh, she starts carving uh, Wiccan symbols into her skin. Damn, that's dedication. She really wants this thing to work, and I think it might. She's very selfish, though. You know, she's only doing these spells for her personally. You know, she's not doing them to help her family. Yeah. Which is kind of weird based on what happens later. Uh, Jack and Benny start walking towards the barn and uh, Teresa comes out. She sees and she's looking for Jack. So she comes out on the porch, sees him, walks away. And Jack even turns around and gives her this kind of like acknowledgement almost. And just keeps going. Uh, they, they're starting to walk into the barn. They start to hear messed up noises and they see the out, you know, like an alpaca type of, type of thing. Um, and they see that his, his pupils are very weird, like a side, uh, kind of looks like an eight on the side, maybe like something like that. 
like a uh, side like eight? an infinity sign or, or like a <laughs> like, like a, a goat eye <laughs> pupil that's rectangle but with like bulges yeah like it looks like a like well, an eight so like they showed like <laughs> some fucking sharp teeth and shit so i was like oh fuck it's sam but it definitely wasn't that if it was sam though like he looks like a burn victim and you're just like oh it's sam <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so the it, the light it starts to come for him benny runs leaving his little brother in the dust <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had his hand for a second. Uh, dude, Benny literally runs like a 440 here. It <laughs> just like fucking runs and just he like, he like flies past his mom. It's just like, what the fuck is that? Uh, but Teresa, you know, because Jack can't run as fast as Benny, and Benny's all about survival of the fittest, <laughs> <laughs> Teresa runs past Benny and she comes to Jack's aid. And the light strikes them both. Dramatically. The color strikes them both. Yeah. Um, You hear them screaming and Nathan comes out to see the abomination. (laughs) Uh, But we, I guess we don't know that fully. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but you see like a hand twitching and like a foot in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're just being like, oh my God. Uh, they get them in the house, which they don't show, but I would have liked to seen. Dude, this scene where like Nick Cage is outside still, where Nick Cage is like looking down at him, he's just like, uh, he doesn't know what the fuck to do. And no one would. So he's just like, let's get them in the house. Like, as like fucking plain as you could say it, but I, it was a pretty cool moment. Uh, they try to get. They they get them in the house. They try to get nine one one on the phone, but they can't get anything. They just get a dial tone, which pisses off Nathan. But I mean, you can't get that shit either. Uh, after that, we see Lavinia. She walks out. She's all carved up with these wicked symbols. Is this the part where you got annoyed? No. Okay. Because like I just thought like you know she's like so proud of herself walking out of here looking for attention. Oh you no! Know, carbon Hon- like shit in her forehead. <laughs> I mean, that shit was kind of badass. <laughs> like, just like the way she walked out, like still looking at her wounds and shit. Like, <laughs> wait till my family gets a load. Oh my god! <laughs> my problems are very minuscule. <laughs> no, the part where I was kind of annoyed was when uh, she was like smart math and Benny to like do all the work while she was like <laughs> okay. chilling on the porch. Oh, okay. She's like, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. She calls him a maggot dick though. That's pretty funny. Maggot, maggot dick. That's wow. That's relevant. <laughs> maggot dick. That is relevant <laughs> for for things we won't mention now. God or ever. <laughs> We're taking that to our grave. Uh, so she comes out all carved up, um, and she's kind of with us, the audience, because she sees her mother and her little brother for the first time, and we see that they're fused together, and they look like they're in agony. And oh my god, I was not ready for this. Yeah. No, what me a neither, twist. dude. What a twist. Yeah. Holy fuck, it was like disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It's, yeah. it's so unsettling. Start seeing some pretty thingy um, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, I yeah. mean, these parts were partially in, inspired by John Carpenter's uh, the thing. Absolutely. Had to. That's immediately mm-hmm. what I thought of when they first went to the barn and saw. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the dog scene in the, yeah. in the kennel. Yeah. And then the, uh, 
the two people fused together mm-hmm. this in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Here we here we have it. Uh, Nathan tries to go out and see if the car can work. Uh, and this is where we get this great car, uh, cocksucker car scene where uh, Nick Cage just freaks out for like <laughs> for like a good 30 to 40 seconds. And yeah. it's real great. You know, I love a good Nick Cage freak out. Like he he's just so committed. You know, it makes you it makes you smile. This is one of the <laughs> this is one of those scenes that did not make me smile. It it made me like this is one of those grounding scenes where you're just like, oh fuck. Like I feel so bad for these people. Oh really? I was like sitting there like <laughs> Nick Cage. Dude, they like <laughs> look I mean it's an impossible scenario. You see your wife and your youngest son fused together. You can't get the ambulance on the phone. You go to start the car, the car's not working. You're just like, I don't know what to do. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he's really processing it like that because he is himself infected. So I, I just don't know if he's like rational about the whole situation. And we kind of see that as well yeah. moving forward. Yeah, but I think the next scene shows like how he knows how lost this this particular instance is. He knows that like he's, I mean, that fucking abomination has to die. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I guess we'll see, huh, Joe? Huh, Josh? Huh. J and J? Yeah, let's do it, B. Cool, Jay. You ready, Jay? Yeah, B. I was talking to Joe. Oh. So he gets out of the car. <laughs> He's talking I, to me, Jay. Shut up, Jay. I was also talking to me. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he, was, he gets out of the car, goddammit. And uh, we get this beautiful shot of this pink mist with the flowers, and it's just overtaken absolutely every goddamn thing around him. They're engulfed. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere that the color isn't. The color mm-hmm. is eternal. Uh, he goes back. Lavinia says that it looks like their mother is absorbing the child, trying to reassimilate him into her body. Gross. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why you gotta say shit? Like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lavinia, go go back to your room. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's pretty disturbing, honestly. I thought to hear because, like, yeah. the little boys like crying out, and yeah. the mom's like grunting. Like, is that what makes it disturbing? Yeah, yeah. The, like, the kid like crying like during the whole thing. Yeah. With, like, God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a bad little kid cry. Hold on. <laughs> Try I feel like that was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's we're gonna get tonight. <laughs> Come on. Did you have anything to add? Were you, were you still going, Joe? No, I was just saying fuck. You still going, Jay? And it did, again, it looks like my little brother. And they were like the same voice. So it's like. Mm. Were you talking to me? Or were you talking to him? So the meteorite. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, so the meteorite doesn't just. I, I believe Benny says this. Uh, he says the meteorite doesn't just change matter. But time as well. Time seems to stretch around it like a black hole. Joe, go fuck yourself. Well, I, I told you, like, I, I was on board with the time <laughs> shit. Like, I'm just, you, I'm giving the account you of were, the first time I watched gi- it. Yeah, you were giving us a flack about that time shit, bro. Right, Josh? Can I get some support over here? Yeah, flack, flack. Or, yeah. Uh, Nathan, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Nathan comes in uh, and he says that the car isn't happening. But he says it with tears in his eyes, you know? He says it with some emotion. I was still like, I was still all worked up from the car workout scene. 
freakout scene that like leading into this one, I was just like, oh man. He wasn't crying. He was, he, he's like, he wasn't dripping. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> dripping. <crying. laughs> drip, drip, drip. <laughs> but you know, he had, he was like holding it back, staying strong for the kids. Well, okay. So this is when he comes inside, Lavinia looks at him and says, do you believe me now? And honestly, come on, bro. I say that. But yeah, what? this is not an I told you so situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to be, you got to know when it's time to say I told you so. And when your mom and your brother fuse together on the couch, that's not when you say it. Moaning yeah. behind you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Kill oh, me. Can we talk about how I was right? So, yeah. So was I right? Or what's up? Yeah. Come on. Yo, the five bucks. Uh, so that's a what? little annoying. Uh, then was where we find out the sun burns their skin, and so they take them up to the attic, the well lit attic, where <laughs> yeah, with the triangle of a window. Yeah, almost like one full wall of window with a line right down the center. Mm. Almost like that's a symbol in itself. Could that be. guy. Yeah, is it? I don't, I don't have a fact on that, but could be. Oh, come on, yeah. Joe. Is, the, is that a fact? Do you have a fact that I don't uh, have? It's a Harry Potter hey, thing. The whore crust? I feel like that has to be, that has to be like a Wiccan or Satanic symbol or something. It's it has to be something. something. Yeah, I mean, well, it like wasn't... It, it, it doesn't... It feels deliberate. I'm pretty like, sure it feels deliberate. Triangles and shit are usually... Like triad, like, you know. There was something I was reading up about triangles that, like, they have, like, some crazy, I don't know, but. Pyramids, man. Yeah. Yep. Magic. Yeah. Three points. Make a demon. Holy Trinity. (laughs) Yeah, Holy Trinity. Yeah, we can keep going. Or maybe it's just, like, it's split into two, sort of like how Teresa and Jack were once two, but now whole put together. Right. Well, anyway. <laughs> they try and support their mom here, but goddamn, it's so fucked up. Like, the moms, they're moaning and screaming. It's just terrible. Yeah, the, they seem to have, like, lost capability to talk or, like, do anything other than, like, look yeah. at you like they're in an incredible amount of pain. Uh, exactly. And they hear something's happening with the alpacas. So Nathan goes to check it out with his gun. Uh, Nathan gets to the barn and he finds the alpacas have all formed into one mega alpaca. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sick, dude. It's, it's literally just like a glob with like six alpaca necks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only four of them. But very Cronenbergy, and yeah, good, good yeah. special effects too. Like good animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely has some good practical effects here. Um, it was pretty fucking tight. Can we say it's pretty tight? Pretty tight. It was, yeah. You think it is tight, Joe? You tight? It was really good. One of my favorite parts. Joe, was... I need you to say it. It's just good, man. It was no, you know, Joe. I need you to say it. You know, it's... say it's tight. Say it's tight. Just say, dude. Dude, it's tight. just say it. The shit was tight, right? Thank you. All right, Josh. Ah. What do you think about it? I think it was really tight. Thank you. See, Josh gets it. Josh gets it. Don't know why you insist. Anyway, the blood that like splatters on Nick Cage's face in this Ooh. scene. It's magenta. Good. Magenta. It's not it's not quite Mandy levels. Went right in his mouth. 
It went right in his mouth. But it is good. And the blowing up ahead, the blowing up head effects of the of the alpacas is really is really good. Yeah, that was some good shit too. Um, afterwards, he breaks down. He starts crying. You know, he he's he's beat up, man. Emotionally, he's beat up. There goes his fucking you know. That was a sixteen thousand dollar um, investment, right? <laughs> Back up to the attic, we see the mom drinking water by lapping it up with her tongue, as oh, if God. that wasn't a, was a bad scenario already. That's not efficient. I think uh, it, yeah, the human tongue was not built like a dog tongue. Yeah. Can, can't you just pour it down her throat? She could have just been like, get, suck it. Well, just yeah. yeah, just give her a straw. Give just her, give her a bendy you straw. You don't even need a straw. You could just put your lips on the surface and suck it. Well, I mean, I don't know. If, I, I feel like a you guys straw would put be your lips better. on the surface and suck it. No. Yeah. No, that's called slurping it, and I've definitely slurped it. You slurped mm-hmm. it. Soup? You don't slurp, You never slurped a soup? I don't. No, I'm not a big soup just guy. Like stick honestly. your mm-hmm. stick your head like completely submerge your head in water and just go, and then come back up. Yeah, like a toilet or something. Yeah, it's like like take yeah. it in like that. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. right. the Vinya says they have to get off the farm tonight. Uh, Nathan comes back in all bloody and he tells the kids to go down the stairs. Uh, he said he's gonna handle it. And Lavinia says, uh, Joe, what does Lavinia <laughs> say right here? Lavinia lays it down like like you handled the alpacas. <laughs> doesn't even try to sound like a woman. Josh, can you sound like a woman for us? All right. Let me do what she did. Right. Like you handled the alpacas. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, too, because she says it like matter-of-factly. Yeah, like, well, she says it like terrified dude when she asked like what are you gonna do to her i thought that was like a well-delivered line yeah she's, she she's said a good like, actress she said it like she knew yeah. you know fuck she did uh nathan tells him to get out uh once they're out of the room he starts talking to her saying you know he tried to do his best puts the gun to her head but then he starts to kiss her on the lips <laughs> And mucus comes off of them as they pull their mouths apart. She, just so everyone knows, she's looking a lot worse than just a mom stuck to a son. Like she's all gray. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's better. And And like when he points the gun at her face, she looks like she like gives him like the two blinks mean yes. (laughs) (laughs) Assume that. And Uh, that mucus also magenta. Oh yeah. Yes, pretty gross. Uh, he he whispers to her, "You'll always be my golden lady." Mm. <laughs> uh, he he said, "Jack Jack wasn't there." I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. right. I don't think he'd give a fuck if Jack Jack. <laughs> this man never got anything earlier in the movie. If you remember, yeah, yeah this yeah. one was it. He's like, still horny. <laughs> he, he's like only talking to Teresa. Like he never like brings up Jack in this whole thing. Be like, oh, oh, hey, bud, you back there? Like, yeah, he really never does yeah. bring up Jack. Like none of them do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says he's going to go outside. He's going to find some help, and then they're going to go take that trip they've been talking about. God, like this is such a crazy. Because yeah. like you know, when he first saw saw them fused together, he's like, I'm going to have to shoot him, and then he like gets to the point where he has to shoot him, and he can't do it. Yeah, and he even uh, he said <laughs> after that he's like, "Holy shit, that's what we're gonna do." Yep, I'm gonna fix everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, we see Ward. He's at the mayor's office. Uh, he's and he's talking about contaminated groundwater. Uh, we don't get to see this meeting. They just kind of skip it. 
Um, and then we see him walking out, and Sheriff calls him over to show him a mesh of different animals looking all burned up that were found by the Gardner place. Um, and Ward thinks that, like, radiation burns. So they're pretty much looking like this, the alpacas, but it's just like a bunch of woodland creatures that yeah. got absorbed together. Skin. Um, Ward sees the uh, collar that G-Spot was wearing earlier in the movie. You sad music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he knows that they gotta go check that out. Uh, we see Nathan uh, sit down and he's watching the tube once more. Uh, Benny, Benny and Lavinia, uh, they're getting Comet, the horse. They're getting him ready to get the fuck out of that bitch. And Comet, you see some purple in his eyes. I feel like they film it in a way where it looks like Lavinia sees that, but then she plays dumb about it. But I think that she just doesn't see it. Or maybe she is playing dumb about it. Maybe. Maybe it's just hard or, to describe. Because they, they kind of really emphasize the fact that the horse like has crazy ass eyes. Like It's not like it's, the horse or, is hiding that shit. And and I think Benny asks her, like, what's going on with the comet? And she's like, nothing's going on with the comet, bitch. Yeah, they're all kind of going crazy, yeah. though. They don't know what the fuck. My thought will come in later. For... Uh, well, we see Comet, and he has purple eyes. Comet freaks out. He runs off. He even slices her hand, which doesn't really come into play, but I thought that was a cool touch. You know, because a horse could just rip that rope out of your hand whenever it wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's not held by you. <laughs> wonder what ever happened to Comet they see it run by uh, the sheriff in war oh, okay. I mean we don't know what happens after that but I think he gets out of I think the how, I think Comet lives I think he gets out of town Comet got the fuck out of Dodge yeah yeah so Comet runs off uh, and then they're just like well what do we do now we can't walk through you know 12 miles of fucking ancient woods they call it ancient woods Lavinia wants to. She's down. Well, yeah, she wants to get the fuck out of there. I mean, did you see her mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame her. And then, like, fucking Benny has ADHD or something. Yeah, all of a sudden, Benny hears Sam, the dog, coming from the bottom of the well. Uh, Benny starts to make his way down to save him. He decides to go into the well. And I thought it, would fun it was funny to note here that this is exactly how Josh would die in a horror movie. <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> as I was watching this, I kind of like, I had a feeling this would come. <laughs> like, no, I gotta save him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Just let the dog die, damn it. But now I can hear him. <laughs> you know what's going on, Josh. Uh, but Benny says, true. Benny starts to go down and he says that it smells like something died down there. And it was like, motherfucker, get up, dog. <laughs> uh, um, and I'm just like, and at this moment, I felt like Benny was just smarter than this. It could just be the influence of the meteor, but it felt like the Benny character was smarter than this death. Well, he did throw on the goggles, yeah. the tinted goggles, and I thought for a second shit. it was going to be like, that's how you do it. And then you just walk around with shades on the entire his, movie. Didn't it kind of make it scarier, though, because yeah. it was like, it was like that little bit of security he thought he had before yeah. he fucking died. Yeah, and it's like he was trying anything. Yeah. Like he started screaming more. It's like, what if like it dimmed the light and he actually saw what was behind? Like, if there was anything. Like, what if he saw more than just color through that with the goggles? Like, but we don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He could have yeah. saw like eternity. <laughs> yeah. 
eternity. All of a sudden, the light starts to come up through the well. And, uh, you know, Benny's in there, man. He's gone. Uh, that's when Nathan comes out of nowhere and grabs Lavinia, taking her upstairs and says, I know I'm not... What? Did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you say uh, Joe? I'm waiting, Yo, for, no. I'm waiting for this was delivery. That, was that Joe? What's he uh, say? Did you say something? <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is where he's like taking her up. To, <laughs> he's taking her. Uh, he's, ta- he's taking. Stop looking at me. Okay. He's taking her up to the uh, attic, and she's kind of begging. She's like, "I'll do anything, you know. I'll be a good girl. I'll fucking, you know, put my laundry away. I'll do the dishes and clean up my language. Clean my room." Yeah, and this is where he says, uh, he says no, and Josh, what does, he, what does he tell her to do? Says, it's time to feed mommy. Is that what he says? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not a monster, Lavinia. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not like my dad. Well, he asked what he told her to do, not what he yeah, said. Yeah, that's what he told her to do, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not that we're not quoting the exact line. Oh, I here. thought that was the exact line. No, I the exact line is obviously something different. I families mean, now stick. if there's one thing he the said, families do is they stick together. Now feed your mother. Yeah, now feed your mother. And he but, just shoves her into the attic with her lock, mom and locks her in there. Oh my god, locks her in Dude, there. Dude, that's this scene. We're not there yet. Almost there, but this scene is like the one thing that'll stick with me forever. Yes. Uh, Ward and the sheriff, uh, they're on their way to see if the gardeners are okay, and that's when they see Comet run by them. Uh, mm-hmm. They are going through this mist, and you do see the color. A little bit. Like, it's not overwhelming yet, because I think they're just coming into the area. Uh, but you do see the color around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan is, you know, Nathan decides to sit down and have a nice drink. Uh, he uses those same ice cubes he was using before. And he's talking... Now it's pretty weird because he's talking to Teresa like she's in the room with him. <laughs> he's like shuffling around too. He's acting real crazy. Yeah, he like even makes her a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's uh, just sitting there and the TV is... Uh, it's on like one of their favorite shows. Joe, did you fack us up? And do you know what show it is? Um, I'll find that in a second, but he's, <laughs> it's, uh, Teresa's favorite movie though. And oh, thank you for that. It's fact. starring Marlon Brando. Okay. Getting warmer. And, uh, they're talking about planning a trip overseas. Okay. Well, Nathan's talking to nobody about planning a trip overseas. All right. And Joe, get back to us. <laughs> uh, Lavinia is in the attic and she's getting attacked by one of the goddamn spookiest things I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. But it's her mom, her little brother, and a spider from Resident Evil. All mixed together. It's fucking yeah. disturbing as hell. Yeah. It just, it's, it's like a top view Does of it, it crawling like on six like six legs. Yeah. Six legs? I'm guessing ter- Teresa's legs, Teresa's arms, and then uh, Jack's little, legs. Little kid legs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but very disturbing. Uh, I think this movie's worth it just to see this scene. This thing is fucked it's, up. It's fucked up. Uh, the sheriff and ward pull up to the house. Nathan opens the door, noticeably fucked up. And they know it. Uh, Nathan tells them that, uh, you know, they've been having a hard time with the phones not working and the car. 
And I think Nick Cage really played this well right here because, like, I just felt really bad for the character right here because he was just like, oh, I don't know what's happening. We could use some help here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi's out. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think he just did a really good job making me kind of feel bad for the character. Yeah. Um, we see Lavinia. She's up there, and she's not faring well. Her mother monster thing is just sniffing her up and she's saying, I'm hungry. Yeah, she can talk now in this terrifying form. Yeah, Josh, give us this form. I'm hungry. Oh, God, I don't have that many vocal cords, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm hungry. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, Almost. I can't do that. <laughs> no, you have like the red. Yeah, you had the idea. Yeah, yeah. I'll layer a couple of things. Yeah, just, I'll say it three times and then you just mash them all together. There we go. Uh, yeah, no. They come in. They come inside and they ask uh, Nathan where his wife is, and he says that she's right there and points to an empty chair, and uh, he says that they're all there besides Benny because Benny lives in the well now. Spooky. Not untrue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that dumbass does live in the well. <laughs> uh, then they hear screams coming from the attic, so they run up there. Not Nathan. Nathan's chill. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> yeah. He's hanging with the fam. <laughs> yeah. Ward and the sheriff, they bust open the door and they see that monstrous ass creature on top of Lavinia and is just haunting as hell. Um, and all of a sudden we see her head get blown off. Great effect. Mm-hmm. And it's by none other than Nathan. He came in and righted his wrongs. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, he does shoot her in the face, and then he shoots his boy in the face. After it gives us a, a little moment of staring at his little mutant face. Yes. Yeah, very heartbreaking. Yeah. And he says, they're not my family. But he says it, like, mm-hmm. cheerily. He's like, yeah. they're not my family. Yeah. And he, like, waltzes downstairs yeah. to go Losing hang out with his family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ward, Ward gets her out and he starts to carry her, uh, to the patrol car to get out of there. And then a light comes from the well. And that's when Nathan says, the color, Jakala. the color. I mean, the first one was close. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then he raises his gun. I'm not sure. If he was going to shoot Ward here, or if he was shooting Lavinia, I thought he was aiming for the color. That's I thought he was going to shoot the color. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. But and I'm I pretty guess, sure he was. I'm like, pretty sure he was going to shoot okay, the color. Okay, I'm glad that we all thought that. Yeah. Uh, but the sheriff doesn't think he's shooting the color. I mean, naturally, the fucking dude's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> right, so the sheriff shoots Nathan. In the stomach, or in the back. And as he does that, the color seeps back into the well. It recedes. Yeah, and uh, Nathan is dead, man. He's dead. They, they like that shot killed Nathan. He he does have a little bit of a drawn out death, a uh, little bit. I mean, he's like it's beautiful. Yeah, he's like, like a flower. Yeah, he's like looking at his own blood and saying it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Nick Cage had to have added that shit. I mean, he's like smiling as he died. I feel like yeah, he's he crazy. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Nathan's dead. Uh, Lavinia says uh, none of them are getting out of there because that thing won't let them leave. Um, they hear something crazy coming from Ezra's cabin and they have to go check that out, of course. 
Uh, but Lavinia, she won't leave because she lives there. So she's just fully gone. She gone. She gone. She gone. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> no, I like how they threw in the Ezra shit. Because, like, if they didn't, then we'd all be wondering, like, oh, they just fucking left that old old guy there. To... <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they did as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they approach the cabin and they hear Ezra's voice. Uh, Josh, can you get this? Is where Josh is going to come back in? I'll need to borrow someone's thing. Oh, did your phone die? Yeah, phone died. Oh, goodness. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to pass mine Sadly. to Josh. It is right at the top. Thank and you. just, uh, you Appreciate know, that. Go ahead and say say the things that Ezra, they can hear Ezra saying as they walk into his cabin. Okay, so they can hear Ezra saying, and it's a little distorted. Uh, nothing, nothing cold and wet, but it burns. Suckling. (laughs) (laughs) Suckling. Sucking the life out of everything. Yeah. 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 Suckling on an alpaca's tit. Which is kind of Nathan's dream. Lived. I think he's in heaven. Suckling on (laughs) alpaca's tit. With grandpa. (laughs) And Sam. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> they they bust in. Um, they do find him dead as fuck in the chair. He's like already a skeleton. <laughs> he's like, all right. Like, that motherfucker died like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's the time thing. He was like fucking 10 years in the future after he died. Uh, the, he does have, his recording does go on. Yeah. Uh, Josh, if you want to read from the top there. Thank you. They all know it's so weird. I'll just I'll do the good old Tommy Chong. This is demon Tommy Chong. <laughs> they all know it's coming, but I care to get away. It's got everything that lives, man. <laughs> they all drunk the water. So that means that he kind of knows what's going on better than anyone. Really? Why do you, why do you guys think that is? Because he's just, he's in, in tune, tune, man. Oh, in tune, man. He's done like enough shrooms to really know what's going on. <laughs> Earlier in the movie, too, I just want to throw this in before I forget. Earlier in the movie, when uh, Ward is leaving the mayor's office, like there's like a, a weird scene where. It's not like main dialogue, but you'd hear someone in a different office saying, like, we supplied the water to half the U.S. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, is this oh, the beginning yeah, of the maybe. end? maybe. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, that, that could be crazy. Color of Space 2. <laughs> yeah. World That's domination. what they meant by trilogy. Not like three different HP <laughs> yeah. Lovecraft, just three different <laughs> color spaces. Just be directed by <laughs> fucking Anderson, starring Mila Jovovich. Like, fucking directed by West Anderson. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, a light starts to grow on Ezra's forehead, and it gets brighter, and it gets brighter. And it runs out, but I mean, it like gets brighter and then like blows up. I mean, and they run out, and the sheriff, uh, as they're running out, they're running through the woods, and the sheriff gets grabbed by a tree. I guess, he just, like, gets scooped <laughs> up. Like, I didn't fucking like, tree. Yeah, he just gets scooped up by a tree. We see the tree like stab him in the face. 
That was pretty brutal. Yeah. Pretty brutal, like, out of nowhere, really. Yeah. Uh, he does drop his gun, and Ward grabs that. Uh, Ward runs up and sees Lavinia uh, looking into the well, and he turns around, and he sees the color coming from her forehead. Oh, God. Yeah, at first, she has her eyes closed, and I thought she was going to open them and do some event horizon shit. <laughs> where they tear out their eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. But now nah, she just has her eyes and she's glowing purple. Uh, from the symbol on her forehead, she shows Ward like the universe or something. Like where the color yeah, came yeah, from. The like, planet. Yeah. yeah. He, he gets the origin story some for some reason. Well, the planet's just like a bunch of worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is why we need our. It's a bunch of worms oh. and like a purple sun. Your worms are lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lavinia uh, in the color, they're like, it, they explode basically like right in front of them. The color's exploding. It's this beautiful shot of her just standing in front of it. It's all magenta. Oh, yeah. And actually, that's uh, when you're talking about the horse. It's like her, like, uh, did she like know and just kind of brush it off or did she really just not see that? Mm. So I look back yeah. and I wonder, was it? The reflection of her in the horse's eye. Well, it was on. I think it was on the other. We could see like both oh, horses' eyes, and one of them wasn't like by her. Uh, they can right. both catch reflections. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bright, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe. Well, I, I think we it's safe to, go back to and look, say. I, guess. I do think it's safe to say that it was a close-up on one horse eye, and that the color doesn't fest every living thing. The horse was a goner. No. <laughs> yeah. Comet. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we get a great fucking shot of her in front of this crazy ass magenta tornado. And uh, the t- and the color just engulfs her. She like dissolves. She, like you can see her skeleton. Yeah, it's, like when so, it's like when someone gets hit with like a Kamehameha. They, they just yeah. fucking like dissolve into the light. Right. Pretty sweet. Uh, this is where Ward uh, runs into the house and he sees Nathan watching TV. Nathan's back, baby. They're doing some cool glitchy effects here, too. Oh, yeah. It was like trippy to watch. Yeah, it was very trippy. Yeah, the the atmosphere is re- they They really nail it, honestly. But yeah, Nathan's ghost sitting in a chair. It's not even his ghost. It's his zombie. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's watching TV uh, with the color in his eyes and like his, fa- like his face is all fucked up and like kind of burned. Got like boils on it, like pulsating yeah. boils. And he says in Lavinia's voice, uh, are you looking at my legs? Yeah, that's weird. That was pretty fucked mm-hmm. up. <laughs> uh, the whole family appears in the living room and Nathan starts to come towards Ward, uh, throws him down, kicks him. And, uh, you know, Ward kicks, he kicks back. Oh, yeah. Uh, he kicks off Nathan just for a second, but a second is all he needed to slip into that wine cellar <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. They that. have that. They have that. It was established. <laughs> they have it. Uh, and Nathan's like slamming on the door, just like the mom in Hereditary at the end when she's slamming on the fucking door. Yeah. Um, he's slamming on the door trying to get open as, you know, everything's coming to its peak. And then all of a sudden, Everything shatters and the color just explodes everywhere. It just flashes to a white screen. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so after that, we see uh, a hand emerge from the rubble. Everything is, I like how they did it here. Like, everything's pretty much just gray now. Yeah, absolutely no color. Uh, that about. And we see Ward emerge from the rubble to see the devastation, and he ends up finding Lavinia's compass. How beautiful. Her grandfather's compass. Uh, the camera pans up uh, from Ward and shows just how big of an area was effective, and it's got to be miles on top of miles. Yeah. Like, it affected, it was a big, big area. <laughs> Uh, and then Josh, I think you're going to have to take this, the rest of it. Well, most of the rest of it here. Uh, he starts his, his ward. He was the voiceover in the beginning and he kind of ends it here with a, with a voiceover, Josh, if he'd be so kind. All right. So, uh, yeah, with ward, uh, I hope the damn water that covers this place will be very deep. But even then, I will never drink it. And, uh, okay, I'll describe the in-between. So we see a, we see a beautiful landscape with the sun rising or setting. Um, yeah, and actually it's got a little bit of a familiar hue kind of there if you look closely. And he continues, um, there are only a few of us that remember the strange days now. What touched this place cannot be quantified or understood by human science. It was just a color out of space. <gasps> oh God, he said it. <laughs> he hey, said he said the title. He <laughs> said the movie's probably going to end right here, right? Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> a messenger from realms whose existence stunned the brain and numbs us with the gulfs that it throws open before our frenzied Also pulled right from the short story. I thought it was a solid line to lend, end on. Yeah, uh, the, the I just read the short story today and I want the ending of the short story. It's like the color shoots out of the well into space, but there's a small little like trickle of color that couldn't catch up with the rest of it. And there's a witness saying that they saw it slowly recede back into the well. Shit. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's like a Stephen King ending. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do it here though. Which Stephen King did pull some inspiration from H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Great horror. Among, among others. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, he is smoking a joint while he's like doing this like why he's like he's on top joint? of a dam i thought it was a sig no i thought see i thought it was a joint kind of like it as like a as an homage to ezra ah i thought it was a sig because then he throws it in the dam yeah and then I was, he doesn't I, give a damn yeah because he's like fuck water <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and he he constantly does deny drinks this entire movie yeah yeah so you know he is the pure one um, in an interview, uh, the actor who plays Ward did say that he, he one of the things that drew him to the script was the fact that the black guy didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, cool. a lot of, uh, like Lovecraft shit coming out nowadays has like black representation because like Lovecraft, yeah, Lovecraft was so incredibly racist. Yeah. So they're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. Now, I think that's cool. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to, uh, Lovecraft country. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, was that HBO? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Joe, you got anything? You got anything else, man? That was a movie. It fucking ends right there. Mind blowing. I mean, I fucking really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I would, oh my god, I'd recommend this to anybody. I mean, this movie is fucking awesome. This, I think this movie kicks ass. This movie kicks some ass, man. It Watch kicks this some movie. Ass. Yeah, definitely. I remember when it finished, I walked, I was like, walking by everyone, I said, watch it. Yeah. My family, I'm like, watch it. Yeah. Because at first I was like, I'm going to watch a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> they're like, huh, have fun with that. It's like, I don't know what you mean. And then afterwards. I don't know what you mean yeah. again. <laughs> what are you talking about? I watched Malignant, Josh. Watch Malignant too. Yeah, Malignant's a good one. Malignant's nuts. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. And with that, that has been the Thanks for Waiting podcast for this week. Uh, you can find us. <laughs> you can find us on Spotify at the moment, and. We're totally getting on Apple Podcast, baby. You're, you're coming 20, at you soon. 22 this year. <laughs> uh, you can email us at thanksforwaitingpodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and do that. You can email us, you know, maybe movie suggestions you want us to do. Or you could even do questions, whatever. We'll take anything at this point. Uh, yeah, besides that, you know, I think that's all we got. Um, you know, watch out what you're drinking. Look in the water. If you see colors, man, move away. <laughs> what I gotta say, Joe? Yeah. Um, if you're gonna start an alpaca farm, uh, you better, you, you better have Nick Cage to run it. Josh? <laughs> Go feed mommy. Go feed your mommy. Go feed your mommy. Go feed <laughs> your mommy. <laughs> <laughs>